Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I feel it's necessary to explain what I say in the morning because somebody asked me, what do you mean by that when you say that in the morning? When I say, uh-huh, it's in response to David Hollister opening the song by saying, go ahead, Big Daddy. Go ahead. I said, uh-huh, I sure will. Then I say good morning, everybody, because I was raised that way. You're supposed to speak when you come in the room. I'm coming in y'all's room, whether it's your bedroom, the room in your house, your car, your office, you know, wherever you're at. I come in the room, I got to speak, so I say good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice, and then I got to introduce myself because as a performer, I always felt my best when I was introduced. It's, no, why would you walk out on stage and anybody introduce you? You don't, you can't get the, a round of applause. It's just, it's horrible. So I say, you are listening to the voice, one and only Steve Harvey. Come on, dig me now. Now that's old school. I got that, but that's I was once again, dig me now. Is I want you to feel what I'm about to say. That's all I'm saying. I'm, that's not a bragging thing, you know. Y'all listening to the voice, one and only Steve Harvey. Come on, dig me now. I'm just asking you to feel what I'm saying in the morning because it's part of a promise that I made to God. See, a long time ago, I told God if he allowed me to make it, that when I got there, I would tell everybody I know how I did it. And I wasn't going to shortcut it or shade him on it. I said, if you allow me to make it, if you give me the strength, the courage, the wisdom, you gave me a gift, 
If you let me apply it, don't destroy myself in the process. Forgive me for my sins along the way. Continue to hold and rock me when I need it. When I make it, I promise you, Lord, when I get there, I will tell everybody how I made it. Well, this started back in L.A. when I got on the radio. And uh, I was making it okay. I was doing okay. But I had to keep my promise to God. My promise was, if you allow me to make it, I'll tell everybody how I got there. I have to tell you that every day. Because if it was not for that grace and mercy, I wouldn't even be here able to fulfill my promise. Because I've done enough dirt in my life, man, to not be worthy. He could have easily walked away from me a long time ago because I had show walked away from him. See, and I didn't walk away from him once. I walked away from him a bunch of times. But guess what? He forgave me a bunch of times. I'm a living example of hundreds of chances. His forgiveness and his mercy is available for everybody. It's the only reason I get on this show every day. It's the only reason I have the blessings that's coming my way. It's the only way that the things that keep happening in my life, man, that I have no explanation for is because of his grace and mercy. See, anytime something good happens in my life and I can't explain it, that's usually him. He exhibits to me, remember, I'm a forgiving God, man. Remember. So when you fall, Steve, don't lay down there. Don't you lay down there. Don't you let the devil fool you that because you done made some mistakes that you ain't that you can't do it. Because everybody gonna make them. There's none perfect, no, not one. So get up, keep moving, keep pushing, step on. What you laying there for? Your daddy didn't raise you that way. Look, man, my father was just about manhood. I'm going to just tell you, my daddy never had a conversation with me about church. He beat me for not going, but, you know, a couple times, but he wasn't about that, wasn't his message. That was my mama's job. My mama taught me about being saved, about loving the Lord, about giving your life, about the, the teachings of Jesus Christ. My mama was a Sunday school teacher, so I got all of that from her. My old man ain't had none of that for me. My old man talked to me about one thing all day long, hard work and manhood. And well, you're going to get that if you don't get nothing else from me. He gave that to me. So I got it. See, so my father, you say, excuse my language, but you ain't going to sit there like no little punk up in here. You ain't, that ain't what you finna do. You finna get up and go do what you supposed to do. Now stop all that whining like some little punk and go on and get to moving. That's how my father talked to me. Now I'm just telling you real. It worked for me, though. And, and before you start emailing me, that had nothing to do with homosexuality at all. It's just that was his term for a man not acting like a man. That's all it was. It, it, had, it was not a gay reference at all. I want you to understand that before you start emailing me. So my daddy wasn't calling. That was not a sexual reference for him. My father talked to us. That's what he meant. I knew exactly what he meant. He couldn't have meant nothing else. He didn't even know nothing about that. My old man clueless when it come to that right there. So... When I was getting down and feeling bad about myself, my old man, he taught me this toughness, man. He gave me this grit, this doggedness, this go to work and work hard. That's why today when God does bless me with something, he ain't got to worry about me not working hard. Because that's in me. 
And when I get tired, I ask that same God for strength to keep on doing so I can do the blessings he got for me. So when you ask me, how you going to do all this, Steve Harvey? I don't know. I ain't got to figure that out. All I got to do is show up with the same amount of faith I've been showing up with. God handled the rest of it. See, y'all, <laughs> hey, man, let me tell you something. I don't see how you do it. I don't either. Can I, can I give you, hey, man, news flash. Let me hear, I don't see how you doing all that, Steve. You doing this, you doing that, you doing Can I tell you something? I don't either. I just wake up with the faith, man, and trusting that if he going to bless me with it, he must be going to show me a way how to get it done. See, I ain't tripping on that part. See, I, once you take yourself out the how-to business, you can go on and get with it. But see, if you're going to trip yourself out with the how-to, you can't think like God can think. You can't figure like God can figure. So now you sitting up in here going, Lord, I want this to happen for me. Then oh, I don't know how I'm going to do all that. Well, guess what? You in the way now. See, you now you in the way. Because, see, God ain't asked you to figure out how to. He said, ask and believe. Then he said, faith without works is dead. That's my solution. That's the concoction that I'm functioning on. All I got to do is accept the blessing, keep the faith, be willing to work and believe. God can do anything but fail. Why would God bring me this far to leave me? Why would he bring you this far to leave you? So why I get up every morning, I have no choice. I got to get up in here and rest. When I'm running late, man, I try to plow through here. Sometimes I don't make it, man. I got to do a rerun, but I plow through here. Because, man, Steve, you're going to run out of something to say. No, nah, I'm going to just keep thinking. Now, you can't run out of that, can you? Because you owe him that. Matter of fact, when I get through talking, I really ain't thanked him enough. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to one of the greatest gifts of life. What is that, Steve? Time. You have two great gifts in life, y'all, and just want to remind you of that. Time and health. Both of those are your two greatest gifts. If you can hear me, you have both of those. You have a measure of health and you have time. So congratulations and welcome to 2022. Let church say amen. 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 Shirley Strawberry Carly Pharrell, that girl out of Mississippi, Monica Jr., better known as Kill Spates and the legend that is, was, and always will be, Bitter Man, watch out there now, J. Anthony Brown. <laughs> what up, what Junior, up, Junior, what you got, man? You know, Unc, I had a conversation. Let me ask yourself, Monk. You know, I had a conversation this weekend, man, and we talking about trusted friends. And, Uncle, if you could commit a crime with anybody on this morning show, who would you do it with and who would J. you Anthony not do Brown. it with and why? J. Anthony Brown. I would do it with J. Anthony Brown because we've been in more ride-or-die situations than all y'all put together. We've had codes and systems back in the day. We knew codes. each other before there was phone cameras. We was friends before there was cell phones. We was leaving messages on, on uh, answering machines with codes and all like that. I've come to his rescue, and he's come to my rescue. That is who I would ride or die with. Now, who would I not do a damn thing with? Shirley Strawberry. She's too damn honest. She's too damn honest. 
she'll admit <laughs> she'll crack TV. open in an interrogation room and she's going to tell the damn truth. Everything. What in the world do you need a person for sitting with you in a real ride or die situation that is not willing to lie? Who has heard of that? <laughs> sitting up in here and then she bougie. You know, and she, wait a minute, Steve Bill correcting me in front of the uh, Fed officers and not the Steve, Fed. Oh, not so it's factual. federal that's crime. Not, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know. If I'm gonna do something wrong, I'm gonna go big or go home. This ain't gonna be okay. no local crew. We ain't finna jaywalk. <laughs> no, we finna get into some embezzlement that's or right, something. Shirley oh, Strawberry is not the person. I'm doing. Any damn crime. With. I if I had to pick anybody outside of Jay, Carla, hood ass for real. She <laughs> ride or die. She gonna lie. She'll bust a window out. She'll slit a tire. I need allegedly, somebody allegedly. that go for it. Snitches need, get need, snitches. That's right. Tell them, Steve. <laughs> yes. And then allegedly, I need a person yeah, that uses words it. like that. You ain't that. got no proof. I, know, I need somebody that'll kill you about their baby. You know, yes. she has threatened people down at the cheerleading squad. She done yes. up the schools. <laughs> now, Monica, if you do something with Monica, it's going to be on Instagram. So you want to avoid her ass because she's going to post She got all it. the evidence. Glad you cleared that up, Steve. I had no doubt. Uh, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour. This her look the, right here. In the middle of the crime. The, the pastors the are coming up with church complaints. Oh Special God. guest pastor, Reverend Adnoid, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for church complaints with Reverend Motown and special guest Reverend Adnoid is with oh. us this morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Def Jam is not here today. Gotcha. So the man that introduced me to the ministry, mm-hmm. the man who was with me before either one of us was even considered the ministry. My older brother from the same mother, we growed it up in the church. We went to healing school together. We went to, we took all the courses to be a pastor. We took collection plate conversations. Ladies and gentlemen, my older brother, Reverend Adnoid. The third. Reverend Adnoid don't have on a mask, yeah. y'all. That's just, it's a breathing it's, condition. He it's just to breathe, I have last to have person the mask can off. Get COVID. Yeah, I, it has to be off. If I put it on, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm completely done. <laughs> completely. Anyway, these uh, church announcements. The women who look real fine, way, way, way off, but when you get close up on them, they ain't that damn fine. We'll meet in meeting room seven right after church. <laughs> we are gonna have this meeting, and I've, and I've installed rearview mirrors all over the meeting room <laughs> because these objects are closer than they appear, and that is what. Yeah will yeah. help us with that. So oh, I've installed yeah. 
those mirrors all over the room for those of us that have to go through there and make contributions of any kind. Go ahead. So when you walk up on them, you'll know before you before you walk up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Babies, babies with really fat ass knees will be gathering in room room unusually fat knees. Unusually fat knees will be in meeting room nine. So bring your babies with unusually fat knees down there for the minister to bless them. Go right ahead, sir. What we've done in this room here, we've installed wrestling mats. So they can just do all the crawling they want without bruising. Oh, we've done that for the babies. These rooms are just so special. God bless the babies, for sure. Mm-hmm. Babies with exceptionally fat-ass knees. And uh, that same room will use as a prayer room for old women who have fat-ass knees and ankles. So that same room is for... Old no, women who have fat ass knees and ankles. Yes. yes. All right. The, the cockeyed ministry is doing very well. And to, and to solve the problem, we've decided to have it in two rooms. So you can go to the left or to the right because they were getting confused with the one room. So you can either go to the left or to the right. I do too. Also, in this room, uh, we've installed uh, two-way mirrors. <laughs> you got a lot of mirrors. Well, even if even if one of your eyes is looking at the wall, you'll still be looking back at somebody. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. We would. Uh, Brother Walleye is the head of the cockeyed oh, ministry. Uh-huh. Uh, Brother Walleye. <laughs> And he got that nickname because all the kids used to say, we call him Walleye because one of his eyes is always looking at the wall. Always facing the wall. (laughs) Yeah, always. Always. Brother Walleye, that was a nickname. His name is Wallace, but they call him Brother Walleye. Call him Walleye. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, The church has installed a hen-pecked men's room for men who want to go in that room Solid sound and cuss their wives out and not be threatened. There'll be no one will know you in there. At the henpeck men's room. <laughs> Go right ahead, sir. Go right ahead. What I've done is to control the uh, people in this group, so I like to have stuff on people. No one knows this, but I've installed uh, audio and video equipment up in the corners. So why are you in there cussing her out? If I need you to perform a duty at the church and you refuse, I'll play the tape back yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. What kind of yeah. pastor are you? Save that. You extort yeah. your members? Yeah. I'll play the tape. I'll bet you'll be on parking lot ministry this weekend now. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll have no trouble at your ass at all. Excuse me. Behind. 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 Yeah. Church members who sweat way too damn much have been asked to slide down to the end of the pew. I mean, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. The sweat that they build up. And so the church is asking that they could please 
slide down to the end of the pew with all that sweat. Go right ahead, sir. And all y'all's big, heavy, sweaty asses have been moved to the 1130 service. Because we need you. Because what we cannot do is sop up and mop up this place after the 8 o'clock service. Every All week. sweaty ass people have Every been moved to the eleven thirty service, and Every you week. can't come to the eleven thirty yeah. service till quarter to one. Are we clear? Bring right, your so. sweaty ass in here till twelve forty five. Thank you for church announcements this morning, Reverend Motown. Oh, special, and special <laughs> Reverend Adnoy. Now, coming up at the top of the hour, your chance to win a $2,500 gift card. We'll tell you all about it. Hmm. And also coming up, uh, the CLO. Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for your love questions this one is from Deja in New York. Deja writes, I'm in love with my sister's husband, and he knows it, and he's making it harder for me to resist him. He invited me to hang out with him and his friends, and my sister encouraged me to go so I can possibly meet a good man. She doesn't know that I've got my sights on a good man already. Should I go out with my brother-in-law and see what happens, or should I tell my sister what's up? What? Wait a minute, man. How about, how about neither? Is neither an option? Because both of the options you got is trifling. Because I'm going to tell you why. You got your eyes set on him. You like him and he's making it hard for you because you attracted to him. Now, so should you go out with him and see what's happening? Or should you tell your sister? I don't even understand what the what the turmoil is. So you gonna go tell your sister what? What? Yeah. Look. What's she gonna tell her? I girl, I just can't deal with this no more. Yeah. I've been looking at your husband. And girl, he just whoo I was wow. I was fitting to go out with him just to see what was up, you know, see if we hit it off and everything, you know, and I was gonna see what it was like. And then I was gonna tell you then, but I'm just gonna tell you now because see you that don't make no damn sense. See you trifling. Yeah, sure. Really? Sure. Right. You know, but you know, like mm-hmm. like you have options here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. Is, this is your sister. So I don't know what to, self, to tell you. You need to deal with the fact that you trifling. You need to go in prayer and have untriflingness taken off of you. Have <laughs> what, Steve? You need to ask like the Lord <laughs> to remove <laughs> your, to untrifling you. You need to ask Lord to release this demon of triflingness and, and all whatever this is. I ain't I ain't never done nothing to my brother, man. I ain't not my brother. I ain't no. ever. My brother or my sister. No, but you can't no, you can't come to me and tell me nothing about my sister. You say something about my two no, sisters. You, you gotta be what? Oh, man, I'll kill you. Lady, come on, what's next? Here? All right. Uh Felice in Mobile says I'm divorcing my husband of eleven years because he cheated on me. I cheated too, but he doesn't know it. The guy I was sneaking around with made a few videos of us having sex in the car. His girlfriend found the videos on his phone and she's trying to get to my soon-to-be ex-husband to tell him I cheated on him. This will affect my spousal support. 
What do I do about her? Whoa. <laughs> Commit the crime. Now you need You asking me? <laughs> Come on, CLO. You asking me to be involved in a potential felony? <laughs> yeah, for murder. What do you mean? What should I do about her? Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what you mean, what should I do about her? Uh, what? Wait, 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 wait. What, what, are you looking for options, suggestions? Ray Donovan. What you looking for? You, you looking for a way to do it? Well, right. I can't help you here. <laughs> I, I can't help you here. You're divorcing your husband because he cheated on you. Hmm. But you cheated on him, too. It's just he don't know it. But he about to know it, though. So look, and if he found out it's going to affect your spouse's support, there's nothing you can do to this woman. Because hell have no fury like a woman scorned. So now, you don't think she mad too? You think that she finna let you go skip to the loo all the way to the bank? You think she finna do that? I don't. I don't. You didn't let your husband get away with cheating on you. You cheated on him too. So whatever happened to you finna happen. But don't you do nothing to that lady though. And don't you say for one minute, Steve Harvey suggested, I am telling you right now, you got to eat this one. Mm. Eat it. The whole hoagie is yours. <laughs> That's your sandwich. <laughs> That's your sandwich. Enjoy it. <laughs> All right. Caleb in uh, Oklahoma says, I'm a 26-year-old married man studying to become a pastor because my dad wants me to follow in his footsteps. My wife and I had a swingers encounter on New Year's Eve, and I'm worried my dad will find out. My wife and I enjoyed the experience, and we're hoping to do it again soon. Do I tell my dad before rumors start? Well, huh? let me help you out with something. Let, let me tell you something right here. You ain't really headed down the pastoral pathway right now. You, you, need, to quit. you need to quit telling people you've been there. Anyway, y'all enjoyed it and thinking about doing it again. Not only, boy, boy, and you're 26, you need to go get a few more things out your system. Mm. Also, you're going to study to be a minister because that's what your father wants you to do. I'm old school. I don't think you should do that unless you've been called. It mm. sounded to me like the Swingers Club is calling you more than the <laughs> ministry is right now. <laughs> And do they have your cell number? <laughs> so, dog, listen to me. Do Seriously. I tell my father before he find out? Wait a minute, man. How would your father find out yeah, that you and your wife was at a swingers club unless y'all was swinging with some more people at the same church? Mm. Because who would go up to your father and go, you know, uh, Earl Jr.? Pastor Earl, Earl Jr. <laughs> was down at that swing club. I don't understand how your father would find out. Well, people talk. You never know. Mm-hmm. They could get out, you know, mm-hmm. rumors. They yeah. could get out. Okay, but what, what you going to tell your daddy for? No, you got a bigger problem with God. I don't know what yeah. you worrying about your daddy for. You got a bigger problem with the Lord, but you don't need to go down to the to the ministry school right now. You ain't ready, man. You and your wife going to work that thing out, y'all doing. Y'all got to go and get that out your system. And, All right. Uh, now I got news for you. And, and, and let me tell you something else, son, just so you know. You and your wife ain't going to be together much longer. 
So just go ahead. So All right. Just had that announcement. You could tell him you went to the strip club and lost your wife. Just wait till that happens. Give it about a year and a half. Y'all won't be together. Swinging. <laughs> All right. Shondalyn and uh, Raleigh says, I'm dating a man that cries when we make love. The sex is amazing, but I don't know why he's so emotional. Could he be a novice and I'm too much for him? Is this normal? Yeah, no, you got to get out of that. He's crying real hard while we have One cry okay. is okay, but yeah. every time. But every time. Yeah, but he cry every time. <laughs> Pillow wet, sheets is and then, wet. And then, and, then, and then you talking about the sex is phenomenal, but then he crying. He kill it every time he cry. Now you got to hold him and comfort him because his punk ass is crying. Where's your punk ass crying for? But it All right, good. thank you. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour. <laughs> thank you, CLO. Thank you. <laughs> Coming up at thank the top you. of the hour, thank we'll have some entertainment thank news. Thank you so much. And information on your chance of how you can win a $2,500 gift card right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Drum roll, please. We need a drum roll right here, Steve, for the Steve Harvey Nation, Okay. So listen up, Steve Harvey Nation. We've got a new sweepstakes this week. Enter for your chance to win a grand prize shopping spree with a $2,500, $2,500 Macy's gift card or that. one of 10 first prizes I need it. of a butter three-piece customizable kit, okay? Products designed to gently cleanse, brighten, and moisturize your skin daily to undercover your best Skin. Uncover your best skin. Formulated especially for melanin-rich complexions and all skin types, you can enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. Everyone needs a little butter, baby. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. Okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on now. Stars turned out in droves in Paris uh, for Paris's Fashion Week to honor Virgil Abloh. Of course, he's the late trailblazing artistic director for Louis Vuitton menswear. He died back in November after a private battle with cancer. He was 41. Uh, Louis Vuitton's fall-winter show in Paris featured Abloh's final collection for the brand, of which he became the first black artistic director back in 2018. Uh, The same year, he was named a Time 100 Most Influential People honoree, and Steve, your personal stylist, Ellie, was all over Instagram because he was invited to the show in Paris looking fly as ever. <laughs> Go, Ellie. Come on, Ellie. Straight fire. Ellie yes. is fire. We love Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. Very yeah, nice. it really was. Mm-hmm. Paying homage Ellie. to him, uh, to such a creative person like Virgil Abloh. And uh, moving on, some very, very sad news. We are sending our prayers and our condolences out to actress Regina King. Regina's son, Ian Alexander Jr., died by suicide over the weekend. He was only 26 what? years yeah. old. Son. Yes. Lord, have mercy. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. He just celebrated yeah, his birthday, so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Regina issued a statement through no, her rap. it was rap. on his birthday. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, she says, our, our family is devastated at the deepest level by the loss of Ian. He is such a bright light who cared so deeply about the happiness of others. Our family asks for respectful consideration during this private time. 
Yeah. Also, yeah. actor comedian Louis Anderson passed away on Friday after a battle with blood cancer. He was 68. Oh Lord. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. And and uh, Meatloaf passed mm-hmm. away as well. The mm. actor and singer Meatloaf. Yeah. Wow. I just can't imagine what Regina King is going through to lose. Absolutely not. The Mm -hmm. only son, only child, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We just prayed. And you're saying he died on his birthday when he made 26, and it's just depression is real, very, very real, man. Yeah. It really is. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. Just pray and just feel for her. Just feel for her, Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you guys knew Louis Anderson, right? You knew him as well. Yeah. 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 Steve did. Yeah. Well, I've never met him. Yeah. Him, him Bob Saget. Story and... Yeah, Bob. Good yeah. guy. A lot of people on that list, 2022, already. Yeah. It's so sad. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Very sad. Rest in peace to um, everyone and our condolences and our prayers for their families, of course. And finally, producer Will Packer has confirmed that a sequel to his 2017 comedy Girls Trip is officially underway. That's great news. Uh, Will announced the great news in an interview with Michael Strahan on Good Morning America Friday. He told Michael Strahan that the time was right to finally deliver a follow-up to the movie. It starred, of course, Jada Pinkett Smith, Tiffany Haddish, Regina Hall, and Queen Latifah. Will is also set to produce this year's Academy Awards in March. And uh, Tommy, speaking of Will Packer, Will Packer is your other boss on the OWN Network. And uh, you have some good news to share about your hit TV series, Ready to Love. What is it? What? What? (laughs) Mo, Mo, Ready to Love coming your way. All right. right. There's another season of uh, Washington, D.C. coming at you and then laying in the cut is, oh, my God. Miami. We going. Uh-huh. We are going to Miami. <laughs> what? That's gonna be nice. What? It's nice. Bro. What? That's gonna be fun. Two more seasons in Miami. Won't he do it? Won't <laughs> yes, he do he will. it? He won't. <laughs> won't he hey will. Tommy. It's yes, sir. It's, let me just let's just hypothetical this situation. Oh, Junior my. single. Hypothetical. Junior okay. single. Which one of them women? Mm. Would have been a ready for love candidate for Junior. Ladies, if y'all saw it, you can chime in too. Oh yeah, we're dedicated. Uh, we watch it <laughs> for sure. Which one Ooh, of them? Camille would have been all over you with her possessive behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Sabrina. Sabrina. You, uh, you don't think so for Junior? Uh, I think Sabrina mm-mm. for Junior. Mm-mm. You don't see that? I'll tell you right now, Tommy. I'm in here talking to Alexa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I yeah, take so either one of you. Right take now. Sabrina. <laughs> Amazon Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Alexa, That's... play the Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> Show. Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're big, anybody, huh? You're talking to Alexa. <laughs> I think I can find it for you, Junior. I really yeah. do. I think I can find I think it. So, for man. You. I, I'm yes, I, I think I, so. I can't remember. Can you her hook name that up, the... Tommy? You think you can make that happen? I think I can make it happen. I, I really do, Jay. I think I can hook Junior up. Show him, show him a few ropes and just walk him right on through there. Just love all the way. Junior in love. 
The African girl. I think she would have been great for you. She was beautiful and oh, smart, she Junior. Is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll look into the mind of J. Anthony Brown. Oh, Lord. Congratulations, Tommy. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Steve. It is time for you and your friends. It is time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the bitter one, J. Anthony Brown. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Steve Harvey. It is time right now for sound effects and music for people in the news. Congratulations to my girl, Tiffany Haddish, to make the remake of Girls Weekend. Is that the name of the movie? Girls Trip? Girls Trip. Trip. But over the weekend, over the weekend, she had a little bump in her career. When she got busted, DUI, we're rooting for you. It was reported that when Tiffany got in the back of the car, she said this. Check it out. Ooh, this is nice. <laughs> this next song goes out to all the football teams who are, it's over, it's done. The Dallas Cowboys, especially the Dallas Cowboys, and don't forget, the Dallas Cowboys. This song goes out to you. Hit it. This next song goes out to and. Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown, who quit a job like nobody else has ever quit a damn job. (laughs) Such perfection. Oh, we were with you. We've all wanted to quit jobs, but you went all the way out. This song goes out to you. We have another another dedication to Antonio Brown, who really went all the way out, and I think it would not be complete if we don't play this song right here. Hit it. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. No more. <laughs> You're on the road, Could you play that one more time? Give me, play that one more Take time for me. Play that one more time. And shove it. I ain't working here no more. I love and it. last, <laughs> last but not least, uh-huh. this dedication goes out to Kanye, who's doing everything he could to find out where his baby was celebrating her birthday. He called, he wrote, he texted, he made a video. This goes out to you, Kanye. Hit it. Where the party I like oh, that yeah. one, Jay. Hit it one more time. <laughs> you too. You too. Ain't nobody asking the This phone. musical dedication has been brought to you by Hotter Than a Mofo Hot Sauce for all your hot sauce needs. Watch out there now. Stupid. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, thank you, Jay. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, Mitch, please. Mitch McConnell says he's sorry for implying that African-Americans aren't Americans. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell sparked an uproar last Wednesday while explaining his opposition to Democrats' voting rights legislation. He said, this is what he said now, if you look at the statistics African-American voters are voting in just as high a percentage as Americans. 
What? <laughs> Implying that black voters are not Americans. <laughs> and wow. of course, of course, he's been he's no, been trending. I'm not. I really right. not. Because there's a thing such as inside voice and outside voice. Oh, uh, <laughs> we know. What I he's mean, about. it's how he's always felt. I mean, it's yeah. always it's how yeah. he's always voted. It's, exactly. He's expressed yeah. nothing but those type of views. I, I, none of these people surprise me anymore. Mm-hmm. None of them. Mm-hmm. None of them. He he said it, and he, and he, he meant, meant it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He, he considers us separate. He's yes, always sir. considered us separate. Yes, sir. You know. Yep. He apologized. But you think about he got it. Caught. That's why he apologized. Or they just him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we've always right. been separate. We are the black vote. Right. <laughs> we need to vote. Uh-huh. Right. We are the black vote. That's true, keep, Steve. Keep, keep that in mind now. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 more than him. It's just the system we in. It's just, you know, this country right here, we having a problem because it just, this is not the country that's on paper. Right. This is not the one that's in the Constitution. That's, in that's, the Constitution. that's not the country we live in. This country has to be what's on paper for all Americans, or else not. It's it's false. It's false, and, and they, they. I'm I'm tired of living the lie with them. Just tell it like it is. Are there opportunities in America? Absolutely. Can you make something out yourself in this country? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But now, is it gonna come with some challenges, as anywhere else? But are there things set up in place to stop you? You better believe it. And all you got to do is try to become something, and you're going to meet all of them. Watch. I promise you, you will. Mm. I yeah. promise Ooh. you, you will. Ooh. You will meet every last one of them. And the moment you think you're there, somebody with a little bit more power going to step in to try to show you something. Mm-hmm. And you got to fight through that. Yeah. Yeah. Mitch McConnell. The country has been, we live in. Yeah. It's been, he's been trending, Steve, since. Since then, and on Friday, he said he inadvertently uh, omitted the word almost. But then after the news conference ended, he returned to the microphone to correct himself one more time. The omitted word is all, not almost, he said. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. What, what is uh, all? Almost. What do you mean by that, Shirley? Well, what you word know. was omitted? Yeah, he, he said and the, the comment that he made would have read differently had he said all. Americans or almost all Americans. You know what I'm saying? It would have read differently and not not been so obvious that he was separating us. He said African Americans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you look at the statistics, African American voters are voting in just as high a percentage as Americans. So if he had said all Americans or, you know, that wouldn't have made a difference, but he thinks... It wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah, it wouldn't have made a difference, but he's no. trying no. to, you know, fix what he said. He's been talking in surrogation can... forever. <laughs> yeah, you can add all or almost. Once you say <laughs> right. African-American and Americans voters separately. vote mm-hmm. almost as much as Americans... Uh-huh. Or Still. just as much as Americans. Either way you want to put it, homie. What? But this, that's what. That's who you are. That's exactly we, who he is. That's who he is. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. Sometimes you make a statement that can't be fixed. It just right. can't be fixed. That yeah. who you, you can't fix that. You can't fix that. That was not no. a slipper. That ain't a I'll word you could have inserted that would change right. that. Right. <laughs> but but this is no, what no. he... 
This is also what he said, Steve. He said he he said sorry, and then he said he called the sorry. criticism an outrageous mischaracterization of his record as a result of leaving one word out inadvertently the other day, which I just now have supplied to you. It's deeply offensive. Oh, now he's offended. Oh, not voting for the voting rights. What you say? Really? Not voting for the voting rights. That boy right there, he's special. Yes, he Um, is. This is deeply offensive. You special. Mitch, please, again. All right, coming up next. Mitch! (laughs) Coming up next, it is the nephew and the prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he won't stay out of my stuff. We'll get into that in just a little bit because right now Mm. it is time for the Mm. nephew and the prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Church (laughs) fees. Church fees. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Sister Tracy. Hey, you got her. Hey. Uh, how you doing? This is uh, this is Brother Glenn from the church. Hey, Brother Glenn. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm real good. Uh, did you enjoy service this morning? Oh, I I enjoyed it, Pastor. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Pastor brought it down. Yes, he did. Day. Yes, he did. Oh my God, that was a word for me. Right, 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 right. So, what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Uh, I wanted to give you some information that the. Um, that the church has come up with, and we wanted to let you know what was going on before next Sunday. You, I, I didn't interrupt you, did I? Uh, no, no. I actually, uh, I, I may sound a little, little off a little bit. I'm trying to, to get dinner ready for my little babies, my little darlings, and I'm trying to. Your voice sounds so familiar to me. It just sounds so familiar. I'm trying to place, place that voice. Okay. Well, you've seen me at the church quite a few times. I think I have. I'm just trying to place it. I, I can't place it right now. But what can, okay. what can I do, okay. for Glenn? Well, nevertheless, I, I just wanted. Here's, here's what's going on. Uh, now, are you aware that for the last uh, the last six Sundays you've been actually uh, coming into service late? Have you realized that? Yes, I I, um, I, I know. I, I'm sorry about that, but uh, I, you know, yes, I have. I have my reasons, though. Okay, okay. Well, here's what's going on. The officials at the church have uh, gotten together, and this is what they've decided on: is that anybody who is late uh, starting next Sunday, there will be a fifteen dollar charge for that. We're coming in and disrupting service. Uh, Pastor is tired of service being disrupted by people walking in late. That that could not come at a worse time. I don't have fifteen dollars to give. No, I don't. I don't have it. Oh, um, look. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're late. I I, I am. Uh, we we are doing our best. I I have three kids. I have three young kids. Two, seven. And nine, and they are a handful, and 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 we we do the best that we can to get to church on time. And and to tell you the truth, when we get there, it's during praise and worship. I mean, Pastor ain't even preaching yet. So okay. I know it's not Pastor's not up yet, but he's he's stating that uh, people coming in it just seems very disrupted to the service that's going on. That's so. Nevertheless, like I said, this is a warning call, you know, to let you know that if you are late on next Sunday then they, they will be charging you $15 uh, a late charge. And, and actually, you won't be able to even come in until you, uh, until you pay the $15. Church. I can't even get in church with, with look, okay, look, I don't, I don't owe nothing. I don't owe you no explanation. But I need to tell you something. We are, me and my kids, for the last few Sundays that we've been late, it's because my car broke down. We, we are on the bus, man. 
and public transportation. Okay. I mean, I, and I understand. I understand. I, I sympathize with everything that you're going through. But why are you calling? If you understand, why are you calling me about fifteen dollars? If you understand what I'm going through. Well, I didn't. I, first of all, I didn't know what you were going. Why are you raising your voice at me? But, uh, why are you raising? Did you just raise your voice at me? You know what? You know what? I think you're raising your voice at me. How dare okay. you call me about this about a fee? And I'm there at church. I got my kids there trying to raise them up in the way they should go, just like the Bible says. And you know why I got to do this and why I'm late, why, why we got to catch the bus. Do you understand why that is, Brother Glenn? No, I do not. That is because they so their daddies ain't uh, and they, uh, yes. Okay. So, Tracy, just, you, you got to calm down a little bit now. Uh, oh, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. Help okay, listen, uh, so here's the deal. All I can do is tell you this. I hope you can make it. Maybe you can catch an earlier bus. You know what I mean, and get there a little earlier. But but I'm just stating the facts that as of next Sunday, if you come in late, it's fifteen dollar late fee, and that's what you'll pay in order to get in the service. You know what? Well, maybe next Sunday I just won't be there. How about that? You know, I'm already working six days a week. The only day I have off is Sunday. I'm breaking breaking my back. Do you know I work two jobs? I work two jobs, and they always trying to take money out of my check, always trying to pull me here and there, and I'm always tired. I get two hours of sleep, and then now the church wants to dump another $15 charging me for being at church when that's what I'm supposed to do? But you're coming in late, though, Sister Tracy. You, you know what? You know what? Late ain't bad, okay? I, I might be delayed, but I ain't denied, and I'm getting there the best way that I know how. We're on the bus. I have to put my kids on the school bus. And not only do I have to put them on the school bus, but I have to get on the bus myself to work because I don't have a car because their daddies ain't doing nothing, nothing for them. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I need to under... Daddy Daddy number one? Guess what? He ain't... Daddy number two? He in jail. Been there about five years. He ain't... And daddy number three? He decided to go ahead and walk out. I ain't heard from that... That trifling... In about seven months. Now he know we're struggling. He had the nerve to take my wallet too. You don't, you don't even understand what I'm going through. You don't even understand that I'm trying to make a better life for me and my children. There is one more thing, Sister Tracy, that the church wants you to know before next Sunday that you definitely need to know. And what one more thing does the church want me to know besides fifteen dollars? The church just wants you to know that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Patrice got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> I am gonna whoop her. I'm gonna whoop her. I'm gonna whoop her. Are you? She know I ain't got time for that. She know I ain't got time for that. Oh, Patrice. Uh huh. Your girl, your sister got you. You all right? Oh, I got something for her. How about that? <laughs> she told me she said she said my sister car broke down. She said she got these kids. She over there struggling, struggling. She trying to make it. But you got to give her a hard time. She just wanted. She wanted. She wanted you to put. A, she wanted to put a smile on your face. <laughs> well, she did. Well, once things settled, I'm going to have to say she did. Okay. <laughs> you all right? Wow. Now that I know you, y'all were joking, and now I know this is nephew Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to ask you something, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> Ooh, wee. Uh, Ooh, hey man. Wee. Uh, hey man. Uh-huh. Hey man. You need to stop. You need to stop. You think so? Dog, she was on the bus, man. Come on, dog. Yeah, $15. Hey, dog. Hey, dog. The church needs 
it's money. Okay? Mm-hmm. So don't, 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 don't. $15? Yes, $15. We need everything. Bring all these ties into the storehouse. What, 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 what does it say, sir? What it says. That's what it yeah. says. Yes. Huh? Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Let me ask you a question, Why, Tommy. why am I caught up in this why? like this? Really <laughs> you're, oh, you're in, baby. What you doing can, I, can I ask you a question, Tommy? In, in the process of doing a prank where you see the person's yeah. like really, really doing bad, is there anything inside you that says, I, I, I can't do this? I just. No. No, I go, I go harder. When I, when I see you crumbling, when I see you crumbling, I go harder. I want you to fall. Tommy, I, Tommy, I was so mad at the beginning of the prank when she said, uh, seemed like I recognize your voice. Mm-hmm. I just said, uh, oh, uh, you've seen me many times at the church. Because she was trying to get you to tell her, uh, you know, who you were. Mm-hmm. Right. Know, description. I almost mm-hmm. jumped in and said, I'm the short, bald head deacon. <laughs> <laughs> I swore to come in with that. I wasn't finna do that. <laughs> Short bald head deacon. Got your mic down. Short bald head deacon. Yeah, I, cu- I couldn't get in there. Boy, I wanted to. Let me Short let me let me say this. Deacon. Let me say this. I'm going to Huntsville, Alabama, February 10th through the 12th. 10th through the 12th. Marsal Scott, y'all know Marsal Scott from uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville. Marsal, uh-huh. I'm you came to my city, I showed you love. I'm coming to your city. Marceau. You and Letitia needs to so y'all better show me some love. I'm coming your way. All right, nephew. <laughs> coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject: He won't stay out of my stuff. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and you can click Submit Strawberry Letter. And you never know, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Could be yours. Yeah. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, he won't stay out of my stuff. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 46-year-old married woman, and this is my second marriage. When I was dating my new husband, he'd love wearing my house shoes around the house, even though his feet hang off the back. Then he started wearing my bathrobe until I got him a big comfy one like I have. I'm not even a big woman, so it had to be uncomfortable. The moment we moved in together, he was in everything of mine. He plunders and goes through my stuff and I'll find important things misplaced because he's used them. I can't ever find my nail clippers and files because he takes them to work with him or they're left in his car. He's growing his hair out so he wears these little annoying twists in his head and he uses all of my shampoo, conditioner, and styling products because he needs his hair moisturizers, moisturized or so he says. I have encouraged him many times to go to Walmart and get his own things. But he's stubborn and says it's easier to use mine. When I started a diet, he ate all of the meal prep I did. He has no limits, and no matter how much I yell and scream at him, it's like living with a child. My own kids don't touch my things, and I need him to learn to keep his hands to himself. This leads me to the biggest problem. He likes to spoon every night, 
and it was cute at first, but now it's a problem because once again, he's in my stuff. Yes, yeah. he has to have his hand on it to fall asleep. Can you imagine how awkward this is for me? He's all in my space and in my stuff day and night. How do I get some sort of separation from him without causing a big rift in my marriage? Uh, I, I should have stopped it from the beginning. What do I do now? Ooh, hold it. Oh, hold it. Whoa. Um, yeah, you should have stopped it in, in the beginning. Um, I don't know. At first, I thought this letter was going to be about cross-dressing, and, and then it just kind of changed for me. Um, you didn't stop him in the beginning, but how could you have known it would be this bad? I mean, I mean, there are, of course, worse things in life, but he is like a spoiled brat kid. He's all over the place. Um what did he bring to the marriage? Did he have any? Pro- does he have anything? It doesn't sound like he do. But he does. He's also lazy. He's disrespectful. He's inconsiderate. He's selfish. I mean, lazy because he won't get his own hair products. That's simple. You know, like you say, just go down to the Walmart and pick yourself up something. Uh, disrespectful. He's in your things without asking you. You know, you can't find him when you're looking for him. You've asked him to stop. He won't. He's inconsiderate. Selfish. He doesn't care how this makes you feel he he's just walking all over you with no what is with this guy he needs to understand that even in marriage there are boundaries there just there's boundaries everywhere your spouse needs to still be respectful and ask you to use your things i mean it is very childish and stupid i agree with you there so i say treat him like a child and put him on punishment and until he can leave your stuff alone. No spooning, no hands on your stuff. Like you say, no hands on it. And you have to mean it this time. I say stop putting yourself second. Stand up for yourself. you got to, you know, you scream and yell at him, but he doesn't hear you. But you you got to make him hear you. Your husband is wrong. You're letting him get away with this stuff. Steve? Shirley, you said something. You said when you first read the letter... You thought it was about cross-dressing, and I did too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, after reading the whole letter, I still think the same damn thing <laughs> that I thought initially. What? That's what the hell I'm going. That's the route I'm going right here. Yeah, I still think it's about some damn cross-dressing, Go and I got proof in the whole damn letter. <laughs> Something going on here. Now, you 46-year-old married woman, this your second marriage. This to your new husband. And before you got married, he loved wearing your house shoes around the house, even though his feet hang off the back. Now, she later on says she's not a large woman, so this is a small woman, regular size. You know, she ain't no big girl, what she's saying. But so you got small feet. I can't even put my toes in Marjorie's house shoes. I can't even get my toes in there. I can't get through the opening of none of her house shoes. Because my feet too wide. Now, somehow, he didn't manage to slide in your house shoes and where they just hanging off the back. So I'm assuming this ain't a big man either. Well, he's bigger than you. Then he started wearing your bathrobe until I got him a big comfy one like I have. I'm not even a big woman, so it had to be uncomfortable. So now he can, he can put your bathrobe on and he can wear your house shoes. Okay. Then you said, I'm not even a big woman, so it had to be uncomfortable. The moment we moved in together, he has everything of mine. He plunders and goes through my stuff. I find important things misplaced because he's used them. It's cross-dressing. 
He plunders through my things. This don't sound familiar to you. This don't sound like a story we've heard in the news recently over the years. <laughs> it started like that at their house, too. Just little wearing dresses and stuff. Next thing you know, yeah. it was a major news item. And I'm not even going to get into it because of political correctness. And nobody's going to be able to say Steve was bashing anybody because I'm not. I'm just making you aware of a familiar story you may have heard. Mm-hmm. Huh? All right. Hang on. Stop oh, it right there. I got more ways of bringing it about. I'll be dropping <laughs> more clues right after this. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, he won't stay out of my stuff. <laughs> we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter uh, so we can finish up your response. He won't stay out of my stuff is the subject. He won't stay out of my stuff. This sounds like a very familiar story. This ain't common for us that's in marriages and relationship. But when you hear this, it reeks of familiarity. It's your husband. He loves walking around the house in your stuff. Now, Shirley said at first she thought this letter was about cross-dressing, and then she went on it was about other stuff. I'm thinking it's about cross-dressing whole doggone letter through, and I'm explaining to you why. Got your house shoes on. Somehow he could fit his toes in there, and they just hang off the back. Then he can wear your bathrobe around the house. And then he he wears everything yours. He plunders and goes through my stuff, and I'll find important things misplaced, he's used them. I've heard of men who wear their wife's clothes. I've heard of men who put their wife's dresses on and then wear their dresses and clothes. You just said he plunders through everything you got. It's more to this story right here, lady. I can't even find my nail clippers and files because he take them to work with him. Who do that? What man? take his wife's nail clippers and files to work with him. Who? Who? I ain't never heard that before. But I know someone who did it. This story is sounding familiar. Why, I have more clues. He's growing his hair out. Uh Uh-oh. That's the other sign. He's growing his hair. So he wears these little annoying twists in his head and he uses all of my shampoo, conditioner, and styling products because he needs his hair moisturizer, so he says. He's growing his hair. He's using your nail products. He wears your clothes. And he's growing his hair. You're not going to be able to write in on Steve Harvey. I'm too smart for this here. But all I am asking you is, this don't sound familiar? I bet your husband probably real athletic, too. You know, it could be. Still got, still got these high shoes on and he's growing his hair and using your nail products and all this here. And, you know, it just sounds familiar to me. And I'm not getting in trouble with this here because I would never, what I'm not finna do, say nobody's name or be talking about nobody's lifestyle. That ain't my business. You do what you want to do. But once you in your wife's closet and growing your hair out and doing your nails all this here, I'm just saying. Now let's try to move on. 
Now, you've encouraged him to go to Walmart and get his own things, but he stubbornly says it's easy to use mine. When I started a diet, now, hold up now, you just said you wasn't a big girl. Now, when I started a diet, now some truth starting to come out now. Maybe these house shoes is a little bit bigger than I thought. Maybe he could wear this robe. I'm just saying, is there some stuff in this letter? I'm just reading the letter. I'm just pulling out the facts. When I started a diet, you just said you wasn't a big girl. So I don't know all of a sudden. Now we on the diet now. And he, he ate all the meal preps I did. Mm. He has no limits, and no matter how much I yell and scream at him, it's like living with a child. My own kids do not touch my things. I need him to learn to keep his hands himself. And then here we go to the biggest problem. He likes to spoon every night, and it was cute at first, but now it's a problem because, once again, he's in my stuff. Yes, he has to have his hand on it to fall asleep. I That's got to that, be though. very uncomfortable. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm going to tell you I mean, right now, somebody try to put their hand on your stuff every night while you sleep, it's going to be a problem. Damn it, I'm trying to sleep here. Fingernails couldn't cross me. If you don't get your damn hands over there on yourself, what you're not finna do is be fondling me and I'm trying to go to sleep. I'm What? Fingernails? Fingernails and everything all over here. I'm trying to go to sleep. It's kind of hard to go to sleep and breathe hard at the same time. But I get nervous with nails is around me. Are you in here? Yeah. Bondling me and I'm trying to go to sleep. You got fingernails. Get your nails. Get your nails. I, I kind of like Can it. you imagine how awkward this is for me? He's all in my space and in my stuff all day and night. How do I get some sort of separation from him without causing a big rift in my marriage? I should have stopped this from the beginning. But what do I do now? Well, you said this is your second marriage. I'm thinking you say. probably going to have to start looking at a third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking right now, after listening and reading this letter, if you don't get away from this man, he gonna be up at y'all's church doing church church announcements as someone else. Whoa. <laughs> because you know, after after they do put all the clothes on and grow their hair, you know, they do get invited places to speak. So you're going to look up at church and your husband going to be doing church announcements instead of Sister Ross. All right. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM to comment on today's he Strawberry gonna Letter. He's going to the same dress Sister Ross has. Also, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. What I see happening. Coming up next, Junior and Sports Talk, 46 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. It is time for Sports Talk with Junior. What you got, Junior? Junior. Ah, surely the divisional (laughs) round of the playoffs is set. The championships is set. (laughs) Did y'all not see? I don't care if you're on vacation or not. Did you not see this? I saw it. The Bengals over the Titans. Did you not expect? They didn't even care if Derrick Henry came back. 1916. That hurt me. Oh, Tennessee. Steve, you called it, though. Why is he laughing you at me? Can't, can't, can't go to a Super Bowl with a man named Tannehill. <laughs> what? Stop saying that. Nashville What's the name? Guy? I'm telling you, I'm from Cleveland. Hell, it's got everything. Look at it. Look at Mahomes, Burles, 
<laughs> you know, games like that. Strong Josh Allen, you know, stuff like that. You were in there. Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, you know. That's why I asked at the house. Baker Mayfield, what? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Junior. Oh, man, did you see this coming, though? Everybody been saying it. I mean, Prime picked this, too, man. The 49ers topped the Packers 13 to 10. Mm. Who knew Aaron Rodgers? Who thought that? <laughs> At the house. Garoppolo. Now, is, A-Rod trying to, is A-Rod trying to leave now? Does he not want to be a Packer no more? Aaron Rodgers. A-Rod. Aaron Rodgers? Aaron, 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 Aaron Rodgers. What am I saying? Aaron Rodgers. Oh. A-Rod. I thought baseball when you said that. Said, My bad. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't I don't know what he's going to do. But I'm going to tell you, the greatest football game I've ever seen was the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. I've never seen that in my life. I saw more points scored in a minute and two. (laughs) Josh Allen was going to the AFC Championship twice. 13 seconds left. They down on the 30-yard line, and they let these (laughs) fools get out here. I'll be damned. And not not only did they get down here, well, they they tied it up with the field goal. Then they get into overtime. Overtime. And they march and get a touchdown. If they'd have got a field goal, Buffalo would have had a shot with the ball. Yeah. But if they score a touchdown, it's over. It's over. I just said. It's no. over. Hey, man, Tariq Hill is the truth, dog. He is the that truth. How fast is he? Dog. Yes. That, that little black Lightning. guy around that field, man. That's what I looked at. <laughs> Amazing. That was a good game. Hey, man. Amazing game. Incredibly man. talented guy, man. It was wonderful, man. And then the Rams over the Buccaneers, 30 to 27. I'm sorry, Tom. Won't be eight this year. Won't be won't be eight. Brady at the house. Tom will be Brady, back. Brady at the house. He'll be back. Is he is is he going is he going to, you think he'll come back next season? <laughs> I think so. I think he'll be back and play another season. He the GOAT, baby. He still got some more. The GOAT will be back. The GOAT will be back. (laughs) All right, Junior, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Coming up next, the fellas and comedy roulette at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for comedy roulette. Jay, please. Very simple, very simple. Take three subjects, put them on the wheel, spun the wheel where it stops. We'll make it funny. Watch us do it. Watch us do it. Here are the titles, Things Men Say When They Think They Put It Down in the Bedroom. Okay. Mm -hmm. Things a losing coach says to his team. They said that yesterday. They said it yesterday. (laughs) They They said it. There was a lot of that yesterday. (laughs) All right. And the way women talk about each other and then speak. Mm. Damn. <laughs> oh, she could have. Hey, please. Hey, girl. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Hey, girl. Yeah. Can't stand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You guys got, got a car repo. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> please land on the girls. All right, men and their egos. (laughs) Things men say when they put it down, they think they put it down in the bedroom. You ready to soak in some Epsom salt water? Huh? 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 He said, You ready? (laughs) Things men say when they think they put it down in the bedroom, Junior. Tell your girls about me, okay? Get to bragging. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't got to worry about that. (laughs) Things men say when they think they put it down in the bedroom, nephew. 
I'm doing it again, Shelly. Okay, good. You all right? Yes. One more time, Shelly. Shelly, one more time. One more time, Shelly. They think they put it down in the bedroom. You all right? Oh. Yes. Okay. 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 Go ahead, Shelly. When they think they put it down in the bedroom. I know you're sleepy. I know you're sleepy. I know. Subject. Things men say when they think they put it down in the bedroom, Junior. Look at you, speaking in tongues. Things men say when they think they put it down in the bedroom, nephew. You can ask your mama about me. What? <laughs> what? Ask. Really? You can ask your mom about me. <laughs> All right, uh, Steve, come on. Things men say when they think they put it down in the bedroom. <laughs> you want me to get the towel? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm with him right there, though. That towel is famous. Stay right there. <laughs> Stay right there. You want me to get the towel? <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> All right, one don't, last one. Don't make it so Go cold. Ahead, Steve. <laughs> Come on. Oh, Give me a number. Uh, Steve, you're going to close it out. All right, here we go. Right. Things men say when they think they put it down in the bedroom. Come on. You need, you need some help getting to the bathroom? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 it. minutes after, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Police in Maryland made a horrifying discovery on Wednesday when they found a man dead inside a house full of snakes. Sorry, Carla. Mm-mm. Authorities were called to a home after a neighbor reported finding a man passed out on the floor. When police and EMTs arrived, they discovered the dead body of the 49-year-old man who was surrounded by more than 100 snakes, oh, including that's... some venomous ones. Um, he, gonna be, he just going to be laying that in. <laughs> yeah. So Animal them his con- snakes, basically. <laughs> Animal control ultimately wrangled up 125, uh, including cobras, rattlesnakes, and a 14-foot Burmese python. Neighbors say the man lived alone, and they had no idea he was keeping snakes in the house. Tommy, there goes your answer. Live by the snake, die by the snake. I understand. (laughs) Authorities have not given a cause of death yet, Hmm. but uh, say there were no signs. Authorities ain't. Hold up. (laughs) Authorities ain't gave no signs. (laughs) (laughs) Who, who, who? 
Who's waiting on this report? Right. right. <laughs> given who, ne- who need the autopsy on this one right here? <laughs> right. Yeah. You live by the snake, you die by the snake. <laughs> exactly. You <laughs> waiting on. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to find me like that. A cobra. Yeah. Yeah. A cobra in your house. Python. Rattlesnakes. I mean, just crazy. All right. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Time, guys, for Would You Rather. Would you rather answer calls on a speaker for a month or would you rather pierce your belly button? Those are the Stab the mess out of myself in the stomach. All that. <laughs> yeah. we, but we're not finna hear these phone calls. You're going to even you do your own piercing. both butt cheeks before I put my phone on speaker. What? <laughs> Pierce everything I got before we get to hear these calls. <laughs> man, you don't need to hear these calls, man. <laughs> I'm going to let you. I'll let you go on and pierce my belly button because you ain't going to be able to see it no damn way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't hear these calls. You kidding Come on, Junior. I'm wearing, I'm no, wearing we booty all, rings. We all on the same. You got to come on, Junior. We all on the same team. They, got, they said it. <laughs> you can't let anybody hear your, your phone Hell call? no. Uh-uh. I ain't explaining these nah. voices to you. <laughs> so you got to pierce the belly button. All four of us. <laughs> All right, y'all ain't never rather... hit the wrong. Y'all, y'all ain't never hit the wrong button, and it went on, on speaker, and you dove across the room <laughs> to get to that. What? I have turned it. Uh... I have hung up on some people. What is he talking about? <laughs> All right. Would you rather appear on the TV show Naked and Afraid B. or Shark Week? Mm. Oh, B. I'm naked and afraid. Shark Week. Yeah. No, you rather be on. I'm on Shark Week. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I'm on. I'm on Shark Week. I'm you really do that? The Naked and Afraid on the radio, boy. Have you seen Naked and Afraid? It's 21 days. Have you seen them sharks? Have you seen them? You ain't got to get in the water. I ain't got to get in the water with Shark Week. Yeah, I ain't got. To, I'm on Shark Week. Okay. Tommy, if okay. you think you can be outside. With no clothes for 21 days, you, you're sadly mistaken. You're, them people that do that right there, I don't even understand what they're talking about. All them damn bugs eating your ass up, man. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be hey, man, I'm They a done had pink, to pull though. dudes off of islands. Mm-hmm. Dude had a parasite climbed inside of his oh. genitals. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Swole it up. They had to come take him off the island. Now, what is no. your ass doing? No, I'm on shark. And then, what do you win? <laughs> a ribbon. That's another problem. What do you win? And where do you put it when you win it? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be naked and afraid <laughs> with a condom on. Naked and afraid with a condom. <laughs> what that's gonna do with for these bugs? <laughs> I know where they ain't going. I know that. I know they ain't gonna. Not if you're naked, they go wherever. All right, coming up, the last break of the day, and of course, we'll close out the show with Steve Harvey's closing remarks at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so Steve, here we are, our last break of the day. We have to remind everyone that you are on Nick Cannon's talk show today. What? Um, so, uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> you know he's all over up. the place. <laughs> Check your local listings so you don't miss Steve and Nick Cannon today. Mm-hmm. Here we are. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> be honest with you. Hey, y'all, I got some closing remarks today that might be helpful to people because it's very, very helpful to me. You know what I really had to come to terms with? I was I was thinking about, it started off kind of a sad thought. You know, I was thinking about the people that we've lost so far this year. And my wife reminded me of something that I, I want to just share with you all because it might can help you out. Sometimes in looking at where we are in life and where we want to be, we sometimes, we just happen to look at other people. And I was getting sad about the Louis Anderson and Bob Saget. And I was sad about Betty White. And, you know, just people share being Capricorns or whatever. You know, I just was just going to have a little moment. But you know what Marjorie said that really helped me, man, the other day? And, I, and it might help somebody else. And it made me really start thinking about the whole spectrum of life. I said, wow, you know, I just was fortunate enough to have a birthday. Bob Saget died at 65. Louis Anderson was 70. You look at uh, uh, Tally, the great uh, designer. He passed. Uh, Virgil just passed. A lot of great people passed. All of my heroes, Muhammad Ali, Richard Pryor. You know, you think of all the people. I could go on and on. The list is endless. I'm not trying to think of everybody. I'm just telling you. And you know what Marjorie said to me? That made a lot of sense, but it made me think even deeper. She said, Steve, that's not your story. That's not your story. And you know what, folks? That's not your story either. What I'm saying is, I had to really refocus myself, and it caused me to think that all your blessings has your name on it. Your name. Everything God has for you specifically has your name on it. You don't have to wonder if it was meant for you. You're going to get it. It's going to be in God's timing. And it's going to be in God's will. And if you align yourself to his timing and will, you will get everything that has your name on it. That's the key, though. You got to align yourself up with his timing and his will. But all of your blessings have your name on it. Stop looking at what's happening to somebody else. That's not a story. I have extremely successful friends who have far more than I have. That's not my story. It's not my story. It doesn't mean that you can't have some of the same things. But you getting it when they got it and how they got it and exactly what they have, that's not going to happen. You know why? Because that's not your story. And as long as you keep looking at somebody else, you're never going to be content with who you are. You have a lot of things that you could be content with if you focused on you. But the moment your focus is on somebody else's article, somebody else's print, somebody else's book, somebody else's chapter, 
Oh, man, you're making a serious mistake, folks, because that's not your story. You know, you ever hear the slogan, the grass is greener on the other side? Really, the grass is greenest on the side that you water. That's where the grass really is green. The grass is greener on the side that gets watered. I'll give you an example. I got a friend that's going through a divorce. And him and his girl ain't been cool with each other for two years. It's been two years they have not been cool with each other. And I mean, told us that they weren't cool with each other, right? So they're really, they're going through this divorce. And all he comes to me and talk about is this girl that he's seeing, right? And he's telling me about this girl he's seeing. And he always talking about what his wife ain't. And I told him the other day, we were talking, and I said, hey, brother, can I just tell you something? You keep talking about what your wife ain't and what this girl is. I say, he said, Steve, that grass green on the other side, though. I said, but dog, that's the side you watering. You ain't even watering this side of the, you, you're watering that side. You buy her stuff, you tell her she fine, you compliment her, you sit down and have talks with her, you take her out to dinner, you don't take your wife to dinner, you don't compliment her, y'all don't sit down and talk no more. You ain't watering the grass on this side, so of course the grass is greener on the other side, brother, cause that's the side you watering. Now I ain't saying you and your wife ought to get back together, but you can stop telling me how good is over there because if you go over there and you do it the same way you did your wife, that grass going to drop and look brown too. And then you're going to have to find another field to go play in. Listen, man, learn this about life. What's happening to somebody else doesn't have to be your story. You have your own story. The more I focus on me, the better off I am. The better off I find out my life really is. Your life is really great if you focus on it and you water it and you tend to it. But the moment you start looking at somebody else's story and you start tending to their chapters and books, you're going to mess up the writing of your own story, man. It's your story. All your blessings have your name on it. Remember wow. that. You have. You won't miss a single thing if you adhere to God's timing and God's will. Y'all have a great day. That's my closing remarks. Hope it helped. If it didn't, we'll try it again tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 